G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Coming up today on The Story. One thing that um, we really have to work on is this thought process, I guess, that goes through your mind that um, when, especially in farming, where, you know, if, if things are going well and, and um, you know, I've got a bit of money in the bank and, you know, it's all sort of swimming along, you know, God's happy with me. But if times are tough and I don't have money in the bank and, you know, then God's not happy with me. And it just isn't true. The Story. The story. G'day, I'm Jimmy Colfax. Welcome to The Story. Well, today we're going to get some insights into the world of farming from Rob Henriksen. Rob is the co-owner and agricultural director of CalFresh Vegetables, and he'll share his story and about some of the challenges that many farmers go through. Rob's having a chat with Shelley Scowan. Rob, you run a pretty massive operation there. You're known for your carrots, but you actually um, farm quite a few different veggies. What veggies do you farm there? Yeah, so we, um, well, I mean, carrots are our claim to fame. Yeah. Um, and they, and they're, I guess, like our bread and butter crop, they're a very reliable crop that grows in the most reliable time of the year for us, um, in the winter when it doesn't rain as much. Right. Um, and the, but we also grow, um, grow onions, um, both red and brown onions, uh, green beans, and, um, and three types of pumpkin. Right. Yeah. So you keep yourself very busy. Is one of the reasons you do that is to have different kinds of crops to keep the ground happy and healthy? Yeah, look, the, the crop rotation thing is important um, yeah. for, for us and for our growers. And, um, and also, look, it just um, we have windows of opportunity there during the year and, um, you know, we can, we can um, yeah, take up those, those um, gaps in the marketplace and it keeps our staff going and... and um, you know, we have we have um, a very um, integrated business. So we have truck drivers and um, you know uh, managers and staff that we like to keep working. Yeah, um, all year round. So you know, we're probably at a point now where we're we're harvesting and taking something to market uh, pretty well every week of the year. Wow. Wow. That keeps it rewarding for you too, doesn't it? It's not like you're just waiting and waiting and waiting for the next harvest. Yeah, it keeps, keeps it, it challenging, you know, like um, harvesting, harvesting is one step. Um, the, the big part is, um, is the growing. So yeah. um, there's a, a big effort here in, um, in crop planning, um, which involves working with, with our, our team of growers and, um, and yeah, working all the way through those crop rotations and, uh, you know, soil history, soil health. And um, and then you know taking that all the way through the planting process, seeding and and um, crop husbandry right through to harvest. So um, wow. yeah, it's a, that whole thing for um, a range of crops is is a pretty big effort. <laughs> There's so much to it. I'm just thinking of my little veggie garden. I just um, planted a punnet of six little carrot seedlings there <laughs> a couple of weeks ago. But like, there, there's so much to it when you're obviously doing it as a commercial operation um, that the rest of us city kids just have no idea about. Yeah, yeah. And I guess, you know, in the, in the world of packing sheds um, w- within the nation, there's, there's several different models of, um, you know, of, of how people 
take their produce to market um, in a in a certain brand through a packing shed, and um, and I guess our brand um, focuses around around um, growers and and using other people um, to help us um, source the the amount of crop that we need, and um, I guess that comes from you know from our where we started. Um, you know, we started off as growers, and and we um, started the packing business as a as a, um, a venture to to um, help help our farming, and um, and I guess yeah, over the years we've kept that focus on on keeping farmers farming. I guess mm. that's, that's our bit of a mantra that we have. Yeah, should be more of it as well. It's um, great to see people like yourselves supporting the local Aussie farmers. Have you been farming your whole life? Yeah, so um, so I'm a, I'm a third generation farmer. Wow, um, and um, I, I actually grew up on a cattle property. Okay. Um, my, my grandparents were, were fantastic cattle people and um, and my dad liked farming and where our cattle farm was was quite um, shallow, stony soil and and not not very good water. So um, as soon as my grandfather died, uh, dad sold that up and came down into the valley floor where the irrigation is and the deeper soil. So um, yeah, we came, we moved down here when I was, when I was 13 and um, we've been farming here ever since then. Right. What do you love about farming? Oh, look, you know, farming farming's very challenging. Yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> you know, it, sort of, it ebbs and flows. You know, I, I, um, there was a time there I, I really didn't like it at all and I was a bit, a bit angry with the world over um, farming and the, um, the rewards that weren't there and all the rest of it. But um, at the end of the day, um, I've, I've come back into it in a bit of a different light now. Um, and I've, so as our business has grown, so the, the roles in the business multiplied, and um, so now we have a very structured business with with a CEO and and um, the CFO and um, you know managers for each of the different departments. And I and I decided during that process to actually step right back into farming. So um, yeah, I my main role here now is to apart from being a director of the packing company, is um, just running our own family farm, which I absolutely love. Mm. Um, you know, I think I think the whole thing about um, about you know the st- being a steward for your generation yeah. um, strikes a chord, and I think you know it's a very important thing um, for for farmers to think about um, yeah being a good steward and um, leaving leaving the land in a in a better way than we found it, mm. which uh, isn't always easy um, or profitable, but. Um, you know, we've we've instigated a number number of programs on the farm here that we've seen um, bear some fruit in terms of soil health and and uh, and profitability. So that's been that's been good. And I guess uh, when I stepped out of the the office of the packing shed um, five years ago, they're the sort of things that I wanted to to instigate here. And mm. um, yeah, that's been that's been fun and it's sort of been rewarding as well. Yeah, you've come back to it with fresh eyes and yeah, fresh outlook. Yeah, I did. And um, you know, I you know for for fifteen years. Um, my dad ran the farm and I ran the packing shed, and we we're probably one of the you know the great partnerships in in horticulture in Queensland. You know we we um, we worked very well together, and we we both loved what we did. And um, but dad was getting older, and and um, it's kind of getting to the point where he had to take a step back. And my my boys were getting older, and I wanted to have the opportunity to teach them to farm the way I learnt it. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was the opportunity to um, to go back into into the actual growing part of the business, and um, yeah, it's a it, it's a great challenge, yeah. and it's 
It's um, nice for you to stay connected in that way, though. At the, if you pardon the pun, the grassroots level there, to really stay connected to the business. Oh, look, you're you're absolutely right, and you know, I I love you know not only just doing stuff on my own farm, but working with the other growers um, Mm. and the people who work at the same level as I do. um, You know, right across. So, you know, for our we we bring to to market um, about about two thousand acres of produce a year. so there's, yeah. and there's about um, eight or nine people involved in that um, growing effort. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I enjoy, um, you know, mixing with people at that level. It's good. Yeah, absolutely. Part of your inspiration, part of, you know, one of the people you have quite looked up to in your life is Angus Buchan. Tell us about the time that you went to hear him speak. Yeah, look, that was, a, that was an amazing time. And it's amazing how um, you know, God brings people into your life, um, you know, at, at certain points that, you just really need, and um, yeah, we, there's a, a couple of us from work here, um, and quite a few guys from Queensland actually um, went over to hear Angus in Western Australia, and um, and yeah, he, um, you know, he spoke about freedom, and and then to how you know, you know, Christ died to, to set us free, and um, and especially during one of his um, healing sessions, I I realised that I just wasn't free. Um, I was bound down by a, a heap of stuff, even just. You know, religiosity and and um, yeah, and I don't know. I guess feelings of um, of frustration and things like that. And um, and during that that session, I was I was really released from from that. And um, I came home from from that conference a completely different person. Um, and it was quite miraculous and quite amazing. And um, so yeah, I think um, you know Angus Angus brought a, a, a great flavour. Um, into all the all the young, well, you know at that stage I was I was a younger guy and um, you know for for quite a long time we um, you know we carried on with the principles that he that he taught us and um, even today you know we we um, we still meet for prayer in, in the sheds and um, you know we we love to minister to men um, on in on men's turf and um, and not to be afraid of being a Christian man but to, but to really stand up and and be counted. And um, yeah, it's been a it's been a great and very integral part of my journey. Um, was was that particular conference? Mm. And that's awesome that you're using the things that you learnt then to then impact others in your circle of influence as well. Yeah, yeah, and you know, it's been um, there's been times, especially in, especially in farming. You know, you have you have some really rough trots, and you know, we had a um, we had a big, a really devastating flood through this valley in yeah. in um, 2013, um, and it was just very indiscriminate with its damage. It just like took out so many farmers and caused so much destruction and pain. And, and um, you know, we, um, we were able to really, um, you know, get together and, and um, instead, of, instead of all crying in our teacup for, for a couple of months trying to get over it, um, we all sort of, the very, the very next weekend we had a men's breakfast at my house and we sort of got everyone together, invited everyone who wanted to come and, and um, and we sort of um, were able to support each other, and and um, and you know even and even put a, a godly bent on on um, you know helping each other and, and getting back into into production and mm-hmm. and um, yeah it really um, bound our community together. That's um, awesome. Really nicely. Yeah. And actually, um, the leader the leader of um, Mighty Men's Queensland, who is Angus Buckins' organisation, came down to that. Um, men's breakfast that morning and 
and spoke and um, and he really spoke into the hearts of the fellows there. So, um, yeah, that was really, really special. That's awesome. Great that you're there in that time of need and able to help. One thing that is quite evident through the story of Angus Buckin, if people aren't familiar, um, he's well known for his story and the movie made about him called Faith Like Potatoes, um, where he basically gets to the point where he's crying out for God to give him rain for his potato crop and then he gets the rain. And um, But just the story of his faith journey building over that. Uh, and I guess it's true that with farming, every day really is a faith journey because you're not actually the ones growing the vegetables. It's God that's growing them. <laughs> like you can do all the bits and pieces that you have to. You you can do your part. But at the end of the day, you just have to sit back and wait for God to actually make the vegetables. And yeah. then he sends natural disasters your way as well. Yeah, yeah. No, you're, you're absolutely right. I think that's one of the one of the great things about farming and, you know, being able to step outside every day and, you know, stand in the sun and, and um, you know, just um, be a part of nature. Mm. Um, it, it's, it is very cool. And, um, yeah, one of the, certainly one of the good things about it. The wonder of that too, and I think we can certainly lose track of it as grown-ups and probably as farmers as well, where when you think about it, it is actually pretty cool that one little seed will then produce quite an amazing harvest. You know, the miracle of that in creation alone is just incredible, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, you're absolutely right, and um, and it's um, it, you know it is a it's a it's a great thing. I love one of my favourite times of any crop is to um, is just to be there early in the morning when when the seedlings are just breaking the soil <laughs> and um, and all coming through when it's. Um, you know, it's an it's amazing miracle. It's, it's fantastic to witness it. You're listening to The Story. Today, Shelley Scowan is chatting with Rob Henriksen from CalFresh Vegetables, who's sharing some insights into life as a farmer and about his faith journey as well. We'll hear more of Rob's story when we return. The Story... If this program has highlighted something you'd like prayer for, we'd love to pray for you. Call 1-800-PRAY-FOR-ME. That's 1-800-772-936. It's a free call. Or text 0401 132 888. Hi, I'm Jimmy Colfax and this is The Story. We're back with more of Shelley Scowan chatting with Rob Henriksen, the co-owner and agricultural director of CalFresh Vegetables. Rob's been sharing with us some insights into life as a farmer and about his faith journey as well. Rob, you're a Christian in business, and I'm sure that presents its challenges. There's probably been times across your career that you've been tempted. There's probably been opportunities there to cut corners or maybe not have the integrity that uh, that God would expect from you. Have there been times like that, and um, how do you go about handling those situations? Yeah, it's um, you know, it's a it's an interesting thing. You know, was uh, I um, I like talking to older guys and. You know, I was talking to one the other day and I said, you know, I, as a kid or, you know, in my late teens and early 20s, um, you know, as, a, as fairly new in the faith, you sort of, you sort of feel like you're going to get to a point in life where, you know, it, it, the Christian life becomes easier or it's just, all, it's just all simple and you just sort of roll in it. But, um, you know, I found that, that all through life there's new challenges, there's new temptations um, and it doesn't get any easier. You've... 
you've really got to um, make the effort to keep your eyes on the Lord and to keep walking, um, walking with Him, mm-hmm. and um, and that's the key. And um, as soon as you get out of step, it's um, you know it's it's very easy to um, to fall into temptation and and um, and things start going wrong. And, um, and it's a slippery slope, isn't it? Oh, it is. And 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 yeah. And this guy said to me, yeah, he said, you know, it's amazing how you know it, even as you get to my age. You know, it, it really doesn't change. Um, you just got to keep your eyes on the Lord. That's it, it, it's so important. Mm. It, it absolutely is. You were telling me off the air about one of the traps that a lot of Christians in your area can sometimes fall into, and Christians in farming in general. Yeah. So, um, you know, one one thing that um, we really have to work on is um, is this thought process, I guess, that goes through your mind that um, when, especially in farming, where you know if, if things are going well and and, um, you know, I've got a bit of money in the bank and, you know, it's all sort of swimming along. You know, God's happy with me. But if times are tough and I don't have money in the bank and, uh, you know, then God's not happy with me. And, um, and yeah, you can, it's, easy, it's very easy to fall into that thought process mm. where, you know, if times are tough, it's like, well, you know, God, God's not, up, not happy with me and say something's wrong. And, and it's just, it just isn't true. Um, you know, temptation comes and goes and God tests us and, at different times in our lives and for different reasons and um, you know the, at the end of the day God loves us and, and um, he, he wants the best for us um, no matter what's happening around us and regardless of our circumstances and so we, we, put, a, we put a fair bit of time into, into um, just um, I guess um, pastoring our, our people in our church um, along those lines just so that you don't fall into that trap and because it's very easy to become despondent and um, and depressed um, mm. over over your circumstances and the yeah. feeling that God's not with you, and um, and it's just not true. It's just a lie from hell. God is always with you, and He just sometimes allows these bad things to happen in our lives. Oh, that's that, that's absolutely true. And um, you know, we've um, we've seen these bad things, um, you know, draw us together and mm. and. Um, and, and actually make us much better and stronger people. Well, I'm hearing stories every day uh, by doing this program of people that you know, have been through some pretty horrible stuff, but in hindsight, they look back on it and say, actually, you know, if given the choice, I wouldn't have it any other way. I'm glad that God brought us through all this bad stuff um, because it's made me grow in, in this certain way or you know, all these positive things have come from it. And you know, I'm just hearing that same story time and time again. Yeah, oh, look, it's, it's, it's true and... Um and it's amazing where, you know, in the areas where God will, will um, cause, you to, um, cause you to suffer so that, um, you know, you, you really have to pick up in that area. Um, you know, one of the major ones that, that um, I've been through recently is, is financially. And, um, you know, we, we uh, found our, put ourselves in, in some bad places, you know, a few years ago. But, you know, through that we learned that we were, a bit, we were being a bit flippant with our, with our money and, you know, we really had to tighten up our financial management and, and um, you know, not, not take it for granted mm. and, you know, to be better stewards of what we had. And I think that's, that's been a major strength that we've grown in as, uh, you know, as individuals and as a company as, as a result of that. And one of the principles that you do have in place there is giving back to the work of God out of um, the, the money from the business and you personally? Yeah, look, that's, um, that's important for us. It's been, been a big part of um, my and my wife's journey, um, Vicky. Um, our journey together has been um, working with missions and, and being involved with um, 
with things, I guess, outside of our own church and um, or even within the church, and we've we've loved doing that, and it's it's brought us um, you know some great opportunities um, to actually travel to mission fields and to see um, what's going on and to meet people uh, all around the place, and and just to be involved in, in what God's doing in different parts of the world mm-hmm. and here in Australia. Um, it's it's sensational, actually. Yeah, it's, um, it's an interesting time, you know. It's um, you know, we all we hear about in, in um, the church in the Western world is how bad it is and how it's, you know, it's slipping away. And you know, we've got all these issues around us that seem to be steamrolling, um, you know, God's God's word and, and God's standard. But um, you know, God's doing some amazing things all around the world and in Australia. And um, yeah, it's it's um, it's cool to be a part of it. I do like that attitude of being a part of what God's doing rather than, oh, yeah, we better give our 10% or we better give our first fruits because that's what God told us to do or, you know, we've got to pay our dues to the church. That's not what it's about, is it? It's being involved in the work of God and our opportunity to sow into that. No, the, the amazing thing is really is, you know, at the end of the day, God doesn't need our money. No. But, but you know, through an act of his grace, he, he gives us his awesome opportunity to be involved. Exactly. And it's such a privilege. Um, it's an amazing thing. It's more so for our benefit than for the benefit of the ministry or whatever that oh, we're giving oh, to. Oh, you're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, um, and no, it's great. God's principles of sowing and reaping are definitely very different to man's, eh? Yeah, that's right. And I think, and I think as farmers we sort of get that. Um, you know, those principles because they're so basic. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, but it kind of, yeah, that's true. <laughs> need your good soil, you need the good care, and then you'll reap a harvest. That's it. Yep. It's simple, but it <laughs> can be, be a bit complicated in practice. Rob, an encouraging conversation talking to you today. Such a normal, ordinary Aussie bloke, uh, just doing life, doing business, and walking with God each step of the way. Thanks so much for taking some time to have a chat with us today. Hey, it's been great. No, I've um, enjoyed talking with you. That was Shelley Scowen chatting with Rob Henriksen from Cal Fresh Vegetables. And it was great to hear his insights into some of the challenges that farmers face on a daily basis. And it was also great to hear how his faith has helped him and other farmers get through some of the darkest times that sometimes comes with being a farmer and reliant on weather and rain for their crops, etc. To learn more about CalFresh Vegetables, their website is calfresh.com. That's calfresh, K-A-L, fresh.com.au. And finally, we'll end with this verse in the Bible about agriculture. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 10, it says, When you've eaten and are satisfied, praise the Lord your God for the good land he has given you. Something we should always be grateful for. Also, always remember to pray for our farmers and the hard work they do to put healthy food on our tables. Well, thanks for joining us for Rob Henriksen's story and some insights into the world of farming. Until next time, I'm Jimmy Colfax, encouraging you to share your story with someone today. Next time on The Story. Before we met, I was going through some sort of crisis here in Australia where I was... I was missing a lot of my family. Um, I was feeling somehow alone. And because I couldn't lay too much people here or trust much a lot of people, something clicked inside of me and I just started to somehow search for God. And I just started praying. Jaime Benavides has gone from Brazil and South America to Burley Heads on the Gold Coast. But... He's not only travelled geographically, he's also been on a spiritual journey from just knowing about God 
to having a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. We'll hear Jaime's story next time. The Story. Just another way vision is connecting faith to life.